Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. A medical evacuation is underway as we go to air this morning to retrieve Australians trapped by the coronavirus outbreak in China. A Qantas flight is on its way back from Wuhan with those on board destined for Christmas Island where a specialist team of Australian doctors and nurses is waiting. The Qantas jet on a rescue mission to the epicentre of the coronavirus outbreak, loaded with supplies and a specialist medical crew at Sydney Airport. Its destination, Wuhan, via Hong Kong, to collect hundreds of trapped Australians. It'll arrive on the mainland later this morning before the evacuees are taken to Christmas Island for quarantine. Masks on board are being changed hourly and the crew kept separate, taking every precaution necessary. The precautions that we are taking are to protect your health and that of the wider community. A travel ban is now in effect, stopping foreigners from China entering the country. Do not travel to Australia at this time. Flight cancellations have left thousands stranded as Australia faces a reported multi-billion dollar hit to the economy. But countries around the world are following suit with similar bans. I think our airline thought there was no point in in flying a plane to, to Australia if half the people on there would have to just come back. The first fatality from the virus outside of China has now been recorded in the Philippines, a 44-year-old Wuhan man among more than 300 others who've succumbed to the illness. China is scrambling to contain the outbreak. This hospital was just a patch of dirt 10 days ago. On Christmas Island, an Ausmat medical team is working just as hard. Doctors, specialists and nurses getting ready for the arrival of Australians from Wuhan. We will go into the detention centre and that we will not come out until this is finished. Taylor Hill, 7 News. In breaking news this morning, a terror incident has been declared in London after a man went on a stabbing rampage in the city's south. Live now to 7 News Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld at the scene in Streatham. Hugh, what happened? Angie, this is uh, Streatham High Road in suburban South London. About four hours ago now, a man was shot dead by police after stabbing, it seems, at least three people on what was a busy afternoon on this shopping strip uh, in a family-friendly area. There are reports that the man stole a knife from a store before uh, beginning to attack a number of people, including a female cyclist. Those three people who have been injured have been taken to local hospitals here in 
South London and there was further panic when police saw what appeared to be a suicide vest or a fake suicide vest strapped to the man that they had shot. A number of silver canisters uh, attached to his body. His body left there outside a pharmacy for some time. Now, about an hour after this all unfolded, police uh, confirmed that they were treating this as a terror-related incident that allows them to bring in all sorts of extra resources into the investigation very early on and very quickly. They are yet to confirm, though, the exact circumstances surrounding all of this, the identity of the man that they shot dead uh, and what he was doing leading up to this and also why police were able to respond so very quickly. It almost seems as though police were on the scene uh, almost immediately. Uh, now, this scene here in South London is very different to the sort of locations where we've seen terror attacks in London over the last couple of years. High-profile locations like London Bridge and Westminster Bridge. This is not not like that. This is a suburban part of South London. We are well south of the River Thames here uh, and this would have been packed with families but not many tourists when this incident happened. So just confirming police are treating this as a terror related incident. Three people taken to hospital with uh, injuries that we aren't quite sure just how bad they are at this stage and one man shot dead. Angie. Hewitt Feld with that developing story. Thank you. The leadership of the Federal National Party is up in the air after the resignation of Deputy Leader Bridget McKenzie over her role in the sports rorts scandal. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Olivia, the scandal continues to plague the government. Yeah, good morning, Angie. After mounting pressure, Bridget McKenzie has stood down from the front bench after it was found she did, in fact, breach ministerial standards. This was for failing to disclose that she was a member of a Victorian gun club that she gave a $36,000 grant to as sports minister. That breach, the key finding of a report by the head of the Prime Minister's department, which the government is refusing to release. That same report, though, finding that there was nothing wrong with the broader grant scheme that she oversaw, despite despite that scathing finding from the Auditor-General that it was used effectively as an election slash fund to hand out money to local sporting clubs in marginal seats in the lead-up to the election. The question now is who will replace Bridget McKenzie as Deputy Nationals leader? Barnaby Joyce isn't ruling out throwing his hat in the ring. That's something the party will discuss when it meets tomorrow morning. Here's more from the Prime Minister. Very pleased about the performance uh, of the ministers who serve around the cabinet table and I think they're doing an outstanding job and what the country needs right now is for us to get and keep focused on the issues that are most important to them. And he has confirmed there will be yet another grant scheme in the May budget, possibly to ensure that those uh, deserving clubs that missed out on funding get their fair share. Angie? Thank you, Olivia. A floral tribute is growing at the scene of a horror collision that claimed the lives of four young children in Sydney. They were struck by an out-of-control four-wheel drive driven by an alleged drunk driver, three times the legal alcohol limit. Police are still waiting for a statement from 29-year-old Samuel Davidson, who will remain behind bars after being refused bail. He is facing 20 charges, including manslaughter, over the tragic crash. The tight-knit community is now mourning the loss of three siblings and their cousin who died at the scene. People are being warned to avoid one of Brisbane's busiest streets with fears hundreds could have been exposed to asbestos from the Cross River Rail demolition site. The construction union claims the contractor on the site has endangered lives by leaving asbestos-covered parts lying in the open. However, the Cross River Rail Authority is insisting the public is safe and all asbestos has been safely disposed of. 
Heavy rain fell across the Sydney Basin last night, leading to flash flooding in the west. Roads turned into rivers in Penrith, with more than 20 millimetres falling in less than an hour. Businesses along one of the main streets flooded, while two men who drove their car through those floodwaters got stuck. More rain is forecast in the coming days. Southeast Queensland has been sweating through a summer of extreme humidity, with levels up to 99%. Temperatures are only a couple of degrees above average, but humid conditions are making it difficult for residents. Brisbane is set to swelter again today with a top of 36 degrees. Parts of the state are expected to break 40, but a cooler change is predicted over the next few days. Some Australian veterans are handing back their hearing aids, claiming the federal government isn't properly funding the types of devices they need. Many have been battling the system for years, while others have simply given up trying. At 21, Colin Cross went to Vietnam as a conscript. Our unit. Yeah, that's me there. With a wife and baby, he could have avoided it, but he had brothers killed and captured in World War II. I wouldn't have been able to look my brothers and family in the face for my mum. In 1968, Corporal Cross fought in battle Coral a three-week engagement with North Vietnamese regulars that cost Australia 26 dead and 100 wounded. In his 50s, Collins' military service caught up with him and he was declared totally and permanently incapacitated, or TPI. Like a lot of older veterans, he's had multiple heart attacks, is having skin cancers cut out, and his lack of hearing increases his isolation and anxiety. For years, he persevered with hearing aids supplied by the Department of Veterans Affairs. And Collins' not alone. TPI Federation President Pat McCabe has been fighting DVA for years to properly fund veterans suffering hearing loss and tinnitus. Peter Thornton spent 21 years in Army Signals and says the problem of hearing loss in the services is exploding. It doesn't matter whether you've been in a war zone or you've been in peacetime training for war, Everyone's affected by you know, uh, variations in noise, in noise pollution. Pat McCabe accuses the DVA of second-guessing the clinical observations of experts. If they had spent another $3,000, the, the veteran would have been happy and the government would have spent their money well. But this way they're throwing money away. The Department of Veterans Affairs says 68,000 veterans were helped through its hearing services program last year and it makes available 210 different models of hearing aids that are fully paid for. But the TPI says the $4,000 subsidy doesn't meet the needs of all veterans. Last year, Colin Cross posted his hearing aids back to the public servant in charge of hearing services. Jeff Parry, Seven News. With the awards season in full swing, stars of the silver screen are in London for the BAFTAs. Europe correspondent Sarah Greenalch is on the red carpet. Sarah, could be a special night for Australia's Margot Robbie. Angie, good morning. It very well could be, but it sort of already is a special night for Margot. She is nominated twice in the Best Supporting Actress category, so basically up against herself. Firstly, for her role in Bombshell, the second nomination for playing Sharon Tate in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Other big names walking the red carpet this evening, uh, Brad Pitt, Joaquin Phoenix and Renee Zellweger, who is tipped to win Best Actress. The Joker is the most nominated film. It's up for 11 awards. The Irishman and Once Upon a Time both have 10. And then there's the British British uh, World War One uh, 
epic uh, 1917 directed by Sam Mendes. That is up for nine awards and it is tipped to win Best Film, which everyone here would certainly uh, love to see. There has been a lot of criticism in the lead up to this evening about the diversity or lack thereof at the BAFTAs. All of the nominees in the acting categories are white. There is no one of colour and there are no females in the Best Directing category. There is also a big focus on sustainability. Everything here on the red carpet this evening has been recycled and guests and uh, the stars themselves have asked to be in either re-wear outfits they've worn before or to source something from an eco-friendly designer. So it is set to be a very big night. We will keep you updated throughout the morning uh, about who wins and this is widely considered to be a really great indicator for who will be successful at the Oscars, which is in just a week's time. Angie? All right, thanks very much, Sarah. There's a new warning over the dangers of cigarette butts after researchers discovered they can emit toxins for up to seven days after being extinguished. The Queensland Cancer Council has issued a stark warning in light of the findings, saying there's no safe level when it comes to smoking. Scientists believe each butt emits almost 15% of the nicotine that a burning cigarette gives off, posing a greater danger to non-smokers than initially thought. Britain has ruled out sticking with European Union rules and regulations in any post-Brexit trade deal. Prime Minister Boris Johnson will give a major speech today, his first since Britain left the EU. He'll lay out his demands for a new trading relationship with all 27 EU countries. Talks to negotiate a free trade deal between the UK and the EU are due to start next month. The government says aligning with EU rules would defeat the point of Brexit. In a few hours, Australian Mitch Wischonsny will take to the field in the biggest game in American football, the Super Bowl. If his San Francisco 49ers win the toss against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Perth rookie will be the one kicking off. It's the biggest show on turf. It's going to be like I'm 10 again at Christmas. And Americans think on earth, where even the ads take centre stage. You can't touch this. As 100 million people tune in. And I take out the only thing that can complete me. Hundreds of thousands of them lucky enough to be here in person. Is there like lots of people that have come to town? Probably a million people. There's so much, like we, can, we barely could even find a parking spot. Penny and Marty Wisnowski packed their bags last week. When they finally won that game, I just broke down in tears. Travelling 20,000 kilometres to watch their son play in Super Bowl 54. How many wheat bix do you think you might need before the game? Well, I haven't had a wheat bix in a long time. <laughs> it may seem like a fairy tale that came fast. We're going to make you a niner, all right? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Mitch set to star on sport's biggest stage in his rookie year. Pretty tough start to the NFL. Uh, no, I'll, ta I'll, I'll take it, Super Bowl. But for the Perth local, it's been a tough 10-year slog. A high school dropout, he settled into life as a glazier, but then, spotted for his strong leg, he moved to the States to try his hand in the NFL. We did think he was a little bit nuts. But while Mitch starred on the field, he struggled off it. This was his reality just last May. But then this handle doesn't work, and then... This handle over here is the exact same. I've got to open the trunk or the boot, pull the wire, and it opens my, my front door. So tell me, did you get a new car? Uh, yep, the doors work, which is, <laughs> not, which is a nice change. For Mitch, the Super Bowl's not just about making memories, it's about making money. He stands to score a $150,000 bonus if the Niners win, and he already knows how he's going to spend it. 
I don't spend much money, but I'll treat myself to maybe the, the lower uh, series Tesla if we get the win. If the Niners win the toss, it will be Mitch who kicks off. Are you nervous? Uh, I'm sure I will be come game time. And if the Niners win the game? Um, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> an unbelievable ending for an Aussie kid who was willing to take a punt. You got one of the best punters, if not the best punter in America. In Miami, Florida, Amelia Brace, 7 News. Novak Djokovic has won an eighth Australian Open title after defeating Dominic Team in five sets. The new world number one fought back from two sets down to win 6-4, 4-6, 2-6, 6-3, 6-4. No stranger to Rod Laver Arena, Novak Djokovic first won in Melbourne 12 years ago. But it seemed the crowd belonged to his opponent, Dominic Team. Novak is fuming at the crowd right now. Doesn't want them speaking in play. Djokovic held on to win the first. Oh, yeah, he gives it up. The pressure from Djokovic. Locked at four games all in the second, the Serbian was rattled, slapped with a time violation before touching the umpire's shoe as he walked past. He'll need to be careful, Novak. It's 5-4, team leads. Team went on to take a two-set lead. The Serbian superstar did something he's never done before, coming back two sets down to win. It's an eighth Australian Open championship for Novak. It wasn't meant to be tonight, tough luck, and it was a tough match, but, uh, you know, you definitely have a lot more time in your career, and I'm sure that you will get one of the Grand Slam trophies. Novak went on to pay tribute to mentor Kobe Bryant, who passed away in a helicopter crash. This is a reminder to all of us that uh, we should stick together more than ever. Now, um, be with our families, stay close to the people that, uh, that love you. Sarah Lingard, 7 News. Elise Perry has guided the Aussie women's team to victory over India in the T20 Tri-Series. Perry was outstanding with figures of four for 13, including three wickets in four balls. And she may have another wicket over the top. Just could not get back Annabelle Sutherland. Chasing 104, the hosts crashed to three for 30 before Perry settled the nerves with a classy 49. Nicola Carey sealed a four-wicket victory with an over to spare. There's plenty of work to be done before the Tokyo Olympics for Australia's rugby sevens team. The Aussie women defeated France 14 to 10 to reach the Sydney semi-finals, but fell short to Canada. Shani Williams and Cassie Staples copped yellow cards, and the Aussies were hammered 34 nil. Speeding away from the Australian defence. One of the all-time leading scorers in women's sevens. The men missed the semi-finals for the fourth straight round after a 43-7 loss to the USA. After five years of trying, Bentley has finally won the Bathurst 12-hour, driven by French drivers Jules Gounon and Maxime Soule and South African Jordan Pepper. The Bentley team started in 11th but led most of the race. The car has been unreal all weekend, all race long. M Sport has done a fantastic job. Um, 12 hour Bathurst winner. I can't believe it. Yes! Bentley beat teams 59 Racing and Mercedes.
It is Groundhog Day and America's most famous meteorologist, Punxsutawney Phil, has delivered his highly anticipated forecast. Some welcome news for those shivering through winter. The groundhog did not see his shadow. That means spring will come early in the US this year. It's a tradition that goes back more than 130 years. But getting a groundhog's opinion is, of course, not an exact science. And Phil has been wrong before. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough is drawing tropical moisture south, triggering rain and storms, stretching from the Northern Territory across most of the country, some severe. A monsoon trough over the northeastern tropics is generating thundery rain and a trough in the west is drawing heat towards the coast. Around the capitals, Brisbane, sunny, top of 36, windy with showers for Sydney, Canberra, sunny, Melbourne, showers clearing 18, windy for Hobart, Adelaide, cloudy, Perth, sunny, 38, Darwin, the usual chance of of a storm. And that is seven early news for this Monday, the 3rd of February. I'm Angie Asimus. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.